for all things land development, planning and property. This is Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. To find out how Ian can help you, visit propertyonfire.co.uk. Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of Property on Fire. So what are we coming up on today's episode? As I'm recording this from my cabin aboard the Celebrity Reflection cruise ship, uh, we're going to have a little bit of travel geek, a little bit of leading homes, a bit of planning geek, a bit of drone geek, a bit of 360 geek, and a little bit of fun as well. But I'm also going to be touching a little bit upon what has actually gone wrong this week. Because, as I said in my Facebook post uh, a short while ago, when I was recording this, in property you have to take the rough with the smooth. And as I'm at sea at the moment, it's a bit like being at sea. You have to cope with the odd rough sea and the odd storm. So I will be discussing that during this episode of Property on Fire. So without further ado, let's get started. But before we do, please do like subscribe and come with me on this property journey as i said in the introduction i'm actually recording this from my cabin aboard the celebrity reflection uh it is a cruise ship and we have been down to i suppose it's the southern caribbean we're currently in cozumel in mexico prior to that we've been in honduras another port within mexico we've been in nassau in Bahamas and yeah it's been a pretty enjoyable week as far as the cruise is concerned I will touch on the other issues that we've experienced this week but yeah as far as the cruises goes it's been a nice relaxing time and if you've never actually done cruising yeah I would say try it it doesn't have to be expensive and quite often you will get all your meals included quite often the drinks package is thrown in as well tips often are included and stuff like this so you don't really need to get your wallet out well you wouldn't have a wallet on board anyway because everything is done on a on the room key card and that works everywhere within the ship and so you just have an onboard account but in all honesty i can't remember the last time we actually had to spend any money on a ship everything is sort of paid for with onboard credit that we get whether that is in the actual booking of the cruise or by some other offer i will always try and maximize that onboard credit and it's not unusual for us not to have you know a thousand dollars or so as onboard credit and trust me that can take quite an effort to actually spend that on the ship and so yes we do enjoy ourselves and we do have a relaxing time sitting out on the balcony watching the world go by is very relaxing at night the stars are out it's very quiet and enjoyable and so yes we are able to relax so if you do hear the odd boat go past in the background my apologies but um i am at sea and there is uh, well we're actually in port at the moment but i do actually hear the odd boat going past the ship where we're actually docked at the moment so if you hear that in the background my apologies but hey i can't get away from what is happening around me but it's very important that i keep these podcasts going and despite being away at the moment you know it's just something that i like to do and i like to share my experiences and answer your questions and everything else i can do so i do appreciate that this is actually a property podcast but one thing that we all enjoy within being involved in property is the ability to actually enjoy the odd holiday or two and being also a travel geek i don't like paying quite as much as i need to and it does allow us to spend less but get a far greater return so whether we are cruising whether we are in florida wherever we might be for the odd holiday it's important not to waste money 
I don't like wasting money and I guess that is why I started Travel Geek and we've had quite a few people join the Travel Geek community and I'll put that link again in this week's show notes as to how you can find us on Facebook but if you've got questions as to how to travel for less a lot of what we are doing at the moment is on points uh, whether that be on Avios points for flights that may be for Hilton points for example staying in hotels the, the we have five nights coming up in Florida all of which are on points. We won't actually spend a single penny at that hotel, yet we will have five nights in a very nice hotel. So you can travel for less. You can travel for next to nothing, to be honest. You do not need to spend a fortune enjoying yourself in a foreign land. Those of you who actually know me and follow me will know that I enjoy flying my drone or one of my drones primarily at home that is actually used for property at home i'm using it to check on sites Uh, if we're looking at a new piece of land i will put the drone up and i will fly that drone over the land and photograph it from various angles Uh, i will see what the access is like stuff like this from the air which is quite often a much easier way to see things apart from actually being on the ground so i'll actually fly that normally for business purposes and i have a couple of drones that i can use for that when i'm away on holiday then yes i also enjoy flying the drone it's nice to keep a slight different view of our surroundings um, and to record those memories on film Uh, well it's not film but you know what i mean (laughs) on film and on video you know pictorial or, or videos and the one thing that i will mentioned here is a lot of people are getting drones but the important thing is to make sure that you are flying legally as general rule i quite enjoy my small mini 3 pro which is a sub below 250 gram drone and as a result of that weight it comes under a lot less requirements than the heavier drone so with my heavier drones whilst they are good in a bit of wind which we seem to get an awful lot of in the uk but you know you do need to have certain this distance is kept with the heavier drone with a smaller drone no there aren't so many restrictions and you are able to fly it a lot closer to both people and to buildings but again you have to respect people's privacy you have to be aware of surroundings um, the other thing i've had to be aware of when i'm flying abroad is as to whether or not i comply with local laws so for example in the us i've had to take what is called a trust exam um, and pass that so that i can fly legally in the usa when i was flying in some of the places on this cruise i've had to again adhere to the local rules and avoid flying over flying people and buildings and stuff like that so you just have to be a little bit careful as to where you position your drone and unfortunately in mexico where we are at the moment you need to be a resident of mexico in order to actually fly so i'm not flying here in mexico and to be honest i do not really want to get into an argument or debate with the local constabulary uh, in mexico i've got more important and better things to actually do than to uh, debate as to whether i should and shouldn't be flying so i tend not to take risks and stay the correct side of the law when i'm flying so just a few tips there if you've got a drone or if you're looking at getting a drone i do follow the rules if i'm on and I try not to abuse those rules and regulations. As I'm actually on holiday at the moment, I thought I would actually read out a few 
complaints that have been made about people's holidays and these are genuine complaints believe it or not one complaint was it took us nine hours to fly home from jamaica to england it took the americans only three hours to get home this seems most unfair the brochure stated no hairdressers at the resort we're trainee hairdressers and we think they knew and made us wait a lot longer for service really when we were in spain there were too many spanish people there the receptionist spoke spanish the food was spanish no one told us there would be so many foreigners i was bitten by a mosquito the brochure did not mention mosquitoes and finally my fiance and i requested twin beds when we booked but instead you place us in a room with a king bed we now hold you responsible and want to be reimbursed for the fact that i became pregnant this would not have happened if you had put us in the room that we had booked. <laughs> These are true complaints. Absolutely crazy. But there, there we go. It takes all sorts to make up this world. And I can assure you by being on a cruise ship, yeah, we have some great companions on this ship and we've made some great companions over the years cruising. But you have to take the rough with the smooth. As I often say on this podcast, please send me any questions you may want me to answer. And you can email me th those at ianpropertyonfire.co.uk or you can perhaps WhatsApp me or send it via pigeon post. Whichever way you want to get hold of me, then please do. And this week, a question has come in from Tim. And appreciate Tim for the email to Ian at propertyonfire.co.uk. And Tim has asked a quick question for your podcast. If you have planning for two adjoining properties, but only want to complete in two separate phases, what are your options? For example, would you need a new submission for each property so that they could be completed separately or is there a way to subdivide the existing application to achieve the same outcome okay thanks tim for the question now i'm assuming here that planning is already in place and this is a standard full planning application now the one thing about a planning application is that you need to have started it before a certain date now this will be on the decision notice so you'll need to check that and read that carefully but normally it will say something to the effect of you must start the works on this development before a certain date now normally that is three years after the permission has been granted once you actually start that planning you have made it extant and once you have made it extant you can take as long as you like actually to create those dwellings if it were to be a prior approval or something like that a change of use then the decision notice would say something to the effect that you must complete the change of use before a certain date in that case you have to complete the works before the date expires but if it's full planning you have to have started before a certain date now as long as you have made a legal start you are not restricted as to how long you take so let's say for example that you had to have started by the 1st of december 2024 as long as you have made a legal start by that date 
you are fine even if you take five years ten years whatever to actually complete those builds okay so you can build in phases you can build one then set it on and then start work on the second one now the one important factor is you must make a legal start a correct and legal start now what you'll need to check for tim is any pre-commencement conditions so have a look at that decision notice and see if there are any pre-commencement uh, requirements so for example on a site that we have just purchased we have a three-year period in which to start which does not expire until uh, spring of 2025 now obviously we're going to build before then but what it does say in that decision notice that prior to construction we must build the entrance road to the site so that is a pre-commencement condition now if we started with our foundations and then something happened uh, we had another pandemic hope we don't but that could happen and all work stopped on site we would not have made a legal start because we have not dealt with the pre-commencement conditions so deal with those first then make a start now making a start that could be as simple as digging a trench full of foundations or for some drainage something like that by doing that you have actually then made that extent now if it's all on one planning permission the fact that you have started one side doesn't mean to say that you have to start the other side we have those three dwellings that we are about to start in north devon as long as we construct something on that site then that plan is extant even if we don't actually build all those three bungalows dwellings in one go so i hope that helps tim critically get a legal start on that and you can take as long as you like there is no need to divide the application there is no need to make any amendments to the application this is all assuming that it is one now if you don't have permission yet that's also fine but again you just apply for permission for both houses on the one site at the same time there is no point in dividing those applications up into two you might as well just have that together you may well have a shared entrance drive stuff like that anyway so they will need to be considered together and if you get that put in and you get that passed then the same rules apply just take as long as you want as long as you make a start on your site within that period on that decision notice all right so i hope that helps tim if you've got a question as i said before please just email it into me in at propertyonfire.co.uk and i'll be more than happy to help you on a future episode of this podcast i did say in the introduction that um, life at sea isn't always smooth it'd be very nice if i told you that the seas were always going to be calm and you will not get choppy waters it wouldn't be the truth and it's the same with property at times things are a little bit stormy and the waters do get rough and the important thing about property is the fact that you recognize those issues and you try and deal with those issues and this week has been a little bit tough i'm going to admit that it has been tough 
it has been a hard few days and the reason that we've had a hard few days is actually on one of our sites we actually had a blockage in the drainage system of some flats this will happen occasionally and the reason why we believe this actually happened was because people had put incorrect items over a period of time down the drains whether that be fats whether that be wet wipes whatever that might be they were put down the drains we believe a blockage occurred as a result of that now at the moment we do not have any evidence to say it was anything else we are still going to check on that and we are still going to check to see whether or not the blockage was caused by anything else because that is what a responsible property owner will do. You know, I have been accused of all sorts of stuff, people posting all sorts of stuff on my own timeline, you know, saying the fact I'm flaunting my wealth being on holiday and I'm a bad person and everything else. You know, yes, I'm on holiday. Everyone is entitled to a holiday. This is our main annual holiday. And, you know, I will not make excuses for being on holiday. But despite the fact I've been on holiday, and despite the fact I've been up to six hours behind UK time, I've still been dealing with it. As meant being up during the night, uh, not getting an awful lot of sleep, if I'm honest, and actually trying to deal with both contractors, engineers, also dealing with emails from one resident. Uh, we've only had the emails from, well, we've had emails from two residents, actually. One that's been very, very vocal on the problems, and I appreciate, you know, she had problems and I'm not belittling those problems at all. When you get sewage escaping, it's not nice. But we did act rapidly and we did not argue about it as been has been claimed in the press and stuff like this. We acted as quickly and as promptly as we could. You know, certain things have to be done by a management company because that is the order in which these things happen on any site. The management company acted quickly. It was a falling morning, first light, someone was out there to clean up the mess or to actually unblock the blockage. Unfortunately, as happens in a lot of these cases, there was some brown water and I hope you're not having any food at the time you're listening to this but apologies if you are but it is a fact of life and you know linked with the jet wash and the power unfortunately when you blast through a blockage you know you are likely to get some form of escape of liquid whatever from those drains um, it's not the blockage itself that has overflowed into those car parks it was as a result of the jet washing uh, yes in the gardens yes that was created by the blockage no one's denying that at all and it's very unpleasant when things do come up where they shouldn't come up because unfortunately anything will flow in any direction within the pipe if there's a blockage it can only go one way and that will go the opposite way it's a dam at the end of the day and we have to clear those dams and those blockages which i feel we did do in a very responsive time and yeah we we acted responsibly in this but it's been a difficult week i will be honest with you at times i thought oh you know am i just going to bury my head here and not actually record this podcast or do anything else and when you're spiraling down a black hole as i would admit to doing so on more than one occasion you have to suddenly pull yourself up i'm grateful for my wife being here to be able to sort of give me a virtual clip around the back of the head <laughs> and sort of say look just pull yourself together let's sort this problem out because it is only a problem and we all get these issues during the property journey. Everything was designed properly on that site and I've got no issues 
I have no qualms of fact that anything will be wrong with that plumbing, but we will get it checked out. So we've actually arranged next week at our expense, we're actually getting some cameras put down in conjunction with the original contractors. They've been very helpful. And between us, we are getting some cameras put down and we are paying you know, all the cleanup costs and everything else. We're not just trying to impose lots of additional costs on the residents, despite the fact that I don't believe that we've done anything wrong. But once we've actually had the cameras out and checked, then if, and it's big if, but if there is any problems with the pipes, we will get those fixed and we will remedy those issues and there will be no cost to the residents as a result of those amendments that need to be made. But until we get a camera down there, we can't know and it's all speculation until then. But I guess what I'm trying to say here, folks, is there will be hurdles and there will be problems in your property journey and whatever they are just face them you know i've been told i'm not manning up to the problems yes i am i'm acting responsibly i'm doing everything within my powers to actually do that i could easily have said sorry guys i'm on holiday this isn't going to happen tough luck i'll deal with it when i'm back but you can't do that you can't do that. You have to have systems in place. Our systems is the fact that I will take responsibility and I will deal with it and get whoever in to deal with it. If those contractors then do things that they perhaps shouldn't have done or they didn't take care, then that's not my fault. That's not. I'm not to blame for that and I don't feel that I should be blamed. But hey, newspapers are newspapers. Media is media. You know, as I've done that in the past when I was a photographer, you know, held my own press pass. These things happen. I understand they're in business like we all are. Um, So yeah, all I would say is dig deep if you get problems, whatever that scale might be, whether those big, small, whatever, dig deep and carry on. And I think that's a mindset thing that you have to do in the same way as i was saying setting goals in the previous episode of property on fire those goals are all very well to be set but sometimes you will get hurdles and they are just hurdles and when you're faced with a hurdle you have an option so if you remember back to your school days you know your games day and someone put the hurdles out and you thought i really don't want to go over those hurdles i can't get over those hurdles well you've got a choice with hurdles especially as an adult you can climb over those hurdles you can go under those hurdles probably you can go around those hurdles or you can just knock those hurdles down push them down and step over them and whatever those hurdles are in life in your property journey they are just temporary hurdles they are not blinking big brick walls all right with no escape have a think about that and if i can help you in any problem that you might have please feel free to email that in and if i can't help you i will find someone that can and i will get them onto the podcast we can chat about those issues we don't have to name names don't have to name anything but if i can help in any way then i'll be only too happy to help you Coming up in future episodes of Property on Fire, I did mention towards the end of last year that I'll be looking at apps. I've not forgotten, but it does take a little time for me to prepare that. So I'm looking to actually sort of do that during February, where I will be looking at all the various apps that you can use in property for various strategies and I'll be doing that and looking at those apps. So that is to come in future episodes of Property on Fire. I have reached out to 
all of the various suppliers of apps. Most have replied and most have cooperated. Unfortunately, one or two have just completely ignored my emails. But hey, if they're going to ignore me, not a problem. I will not promote them. And I will tell you as to which ones just couldn't be bothered to even have a polite reply. And I will be honest because one thing I will always be with you is honest. I'm not going to hide away. I'll be honest. And if that upsets a few people, tough. I'm not going to be bothered whether that upsets a few people because I'm afraid I'm me. I'm Ian and yeah I'm just going to be truthful on my podcast so next week I will be recording this again from a hotel room somewhere in Florida once we get back off this cruise ship by the time you actually listen to this podcast we'll be back on dry land as this is a fairly short cruise of eight nights so we'll be back in a hotel in Florida to spend a few more days there but whatever you are doing this week please enjoy it if I can help you let me know and if I can help you in your property journey please do let me know I'm only too happy to help you throughout 2023 and beyond so I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode please do like review and subscribe to this podcast and come with me on this property journey have a great week everyone have a great week Bye-bye for now. Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. Please use your podcast app to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And if you'd like a question answered on a future episode, email ian at propertyonfire.co.uk.